This week is totally chilled stream. Have no common theme. Last week we had the corner to corner show. So this week we're just going to relax. We're going to play some question games. This week we have a dancer and a historian on the show from Scotland, Evan Maxwell. So let's roll the intro. You're listening to the Discomfort Podcast. Welcome to the Discomfort Podcast. We're so happy to welcome Heather. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> How's it going? So this week is totally chilled. We don't know what we're going to be doing. We're just going to improv this entire show. This is, in a way, it's seeking discomfort. Actually, that's what I'm going to name this week's show, The Improv Show, because I feel <laughs> like that's going to be a good idea. Every time we do the show, it's completely scripted and we have a plan. We always have a plan. We always have the guests come on. So this week, we're just bringing in a random guest and we're just going to play some question games, kind of similar to how we done it in the first ever episode. So, yeah, Heather, we just want to get to know you. So, you know, maybe introduce yourself first. Who are you? Who are you, Heather? Okay, I am Heather. I am 17 from Scotland. Uh, I live on the west coast from Scotland um, in a wee town called Largs. Um, I've just finished high school, or we call it the academy here. Um, I've just finished that, so hopefully going to uni in September to study anthropology and history. Oh, it's awesome. Saying the West Coast makes like, the West Coast of Scotland sounds like the tropical side of Scotland. I just imagine palm trees in the ocean, dolphins. We do actually have palm trees here. Everyone's surprised, we do actually have them. We are you, Yeah, we do. That's crazy. I only think of like Florida and California. <laughs> No, we do, like, right across the main roads. We've got um, just palm trees all along uh, the road. It's really cool. Have you lived in Scotland all your life? I have, yeah. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, I've never, I've always lived in Largs my whole life, but um, Aberdeen is, I think, four four hours away, so I'm hopefully going there for uni. Um, So this is the first time I'm, like, ever out of Largs. So how do you feel about that? I mean, that's a huge step, leaving home for the very first time. How do you feel? I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Not scared at all? No, honestly, no. I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> so is that the furthest you've traveled? Or well, you I've been, been on... Um, no, I've been on, like, holidays. Um, I think the furthest I've been to is... I've been to the States twice. I've been to New York and Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah. That's kind cool. of close to Jane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New York's just like a four-hour drive away from me, but I've never actually been to Las Vegas. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, we we stayed in the Luxor Hotel, so that was the one of like, it's like a giant pyramid. Um, and then at night, there's a big white light that like, stretches right into the sky. Um. And oh my gosh, Las Vegas is just incredible. It was just all lights and magic. <laughs> That's crazy. I was spe- I was speaking to someone uh, a few weeks ago, and they've got a kid, and the kid's about six, seven years old, and they were going, "Oh, me and like me, the father and the six-year-old went to Las Vegas." And in my head, I'm like, "What does a six-year-old do in Las Vegas? It's like, <laughs> it's like an adult town. There's like gambling places, casinos, like." What does a six-year-old do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think I was only like maybe eight or nine when we went. Um, it was years ago. But That's it was, crazy. I just had so much fun. 
I'm still That's wondering, like, at nine years old, what do you do in Vegas? <laughs> I'm sure they, I've never been. So I, I'm a, like, I, I, my interpretation of Vegas is from films, like The Hangover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, I think... They have, like, fun fairs and, like, you, you know, theme parks, roller coasters, things for kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, although, like, a lot of it is for adults. There's so much... That everyone can do. <laughs> like so so your, much parents, your parents are walking around. Oh, Heather, don't look at that. No, don't look to your left. <laughs> I guess the interesting thing about Vegas is it's sort of an oasis in the middle of the desert. Everything that surrounds it is just sand and desert and dunes, but then uh, it's green, isn't it? Mm, yes, from what I remember, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. It is insane. So someone's just decided to build a town. In- I know, that's America for you. People but, live um, there as well. I've seen documentaries where people have like bungalows there and they would live there and strive and gamble. And it's, it's incredible. I, I really want to go. I mean, it's a real city. Of course, people live there. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas isn't real. No, it's, it's fake. Um, <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's right. It's a question. Like, how real is Vegas? Ooh. Yeah, this? conspiracy theory right now. Oh, like, it doesn't actually exist. Is Vegas a real place? So you well, see on the internet, like, <laughs> people like Australia is like not real at all. People like, think that you were you were mentioning that, and it's like, and I looked that up later. Like, people actually think that you, you mentioned on the first episode, I think. Yeah, no, there's a thing where. People, I don't know who these what? people are, but they think Australians are actors, and they think that the country's fake and just been put there by the British as an amusement. <laughs> it's it's very strange. It's very weird. Speaking of fictional places, though, Heather, what's one fictional place that you'd like to go? One fictional place, Hogwarts. <gasps> <That's> <laughs> absolutely, Hogwarts. Honestly, I've never read Harry Potter, so I don't know if that's the correct answer or not. <gasps> How have you, um, how have you not seen Harry Potter or read? I don't know. I guess it just hasn't happened in my life, you know? I've been watching and reading other things. I mean, in terms of reading, I read mostly nonfiction, to be honest. I'm that kid. Um, okay, here's another one, Heather. If you can turn any activity into an Olympic sport, um, what would you have a good chance at winning a medal for? Oh. See, my first thought was dance, but then you said winning a medal for, so never mind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but dance should be a Olympic sport, is it not already? Dance should, no, there's rhythmic gymnastics, which is close, but not the same. <laughs> I've danced since I was three, so. Um, That's a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. It is time. a long time, um, yeah. Yeah, I've, I just passed my intermediate ballet, um, but so I'm now like, qualified to teach ballet, which is great. Oh, wow. Um, Do you want to teach ballet? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm qualifying for this thing, but I'm not actually doing <laughs> it. <laughs> for you. Pretty much. It's just nice to have. <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice to have. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, just going for jobs. Oh, I see, I see you're a ballet teacher. No. No, just got um, qualification. Like I could be, but um, <laughs> no, that literally happens to be in interviews because everyone sees my resume. Oh, you've worked with wildlife and um, wild animals, and you fed orphan raccoons. That's nice. That has nothing to do with this job, but that's nice. <laughs> 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 it literally happens to me. 
<laughs> yeah, I like I love dancing so much. Um, so ballet is like my main thing. But I also do tap and jazz and um, hip hop. And I don't know. I just so I love languages. it. The one that caught me there is jazz because I, I've been playing piano for nine years, and jazz piano is one of my favorite things to play. I can do classical piano. I can do the generic pop piano where it's like four chords and mm-hmm. jazz is always, it's, it's always good. You can improvise so much with it. I love That's it. That's amazing. Yeah. Cause I, um, I got my grade three piano, um, but like my, uh, I stopped going to lessons for ages, but I had a really bad experience in my grade two exam. Um, so first of all, I was sent to the wrong place. Did you did you have school in to learn piano? Did you did you have like a teacher? Yeah, was... yeah, I had a teacher. Uh-huh. Um... See, I basically I basically got given a keyboard when I was younger, and it was my parents going, "Hey, learn this." Connor's <laughs> 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 being a show off now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just got a picture in your head of like my parents just throwing a piano at me. God, learn, <laughs> learn, son, learn. You can do it. <laughs> I like that image of someone like being like, "Oh, I'm gonna throw this piano out the window on you." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That always happens on like television or movies. Like, I, how often the pianos really fall out of windows? <laughs> In the piano world, it's very common. But it, like, you, you know how like the oceans are full of plastic. It's the same with pianos falling out of windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the oceans really are full of plastic. I mean, you heard yeah, Starbucks this week that Starbucks just bans all plastic uh, straws in their stores. I don't know if that happened in the UK, but it happened in America. You know, it's, you know something crazy as well? I don't know if Scotland's the same, but in London, McDonald's and that, have, they, uh, they've changed the cardboard straws now. They don't use uh, plastic. I'm into that. I am into that. That is a good move. I love it, but it's because like, I'm, I'm a super, if you, if you guys listening know me, I'm a super, and you follow my Instagrams and my Facebooks, you know I'm a big advocate. G'day, yes fam. You probably noticed a small issue with my microphone alone. Uh, the guest Heather and Jay's mic were completely fine, but during the recording, mine decided to die. So, apologies for any issues you can't hear. I've tried to rescue it in the edit, and thanks for understanding. Um, he was asking you if they're also uh, changing the cardboard straws in Scotland. Yeah, um, well, I work in a local fish and chip shop. Um, it's called the Fishworks. Uh, we're like really good, um, <laughs> but um, we don't have plastic cups or straws or knives. Um, we just have wooden forks and like napkins, and that's all we like can give to customers because it's part of our eco policy that we don't have like. Um, that we try not to use single-use plastics. I love that. I fully support that. I wish that was happening more in the United States. I mean, obviously, we had the big Starbucks thing, but everywhere I go, they're always having paper and plastic and, uh, I don't know, it's just so wasteful. I mean, I read some article, like, there's a huge percentage of um, the items in the ocean are just straws. Yeah, yeah. I love how we've gone on to talking about <laughs> conservation. Hey, I think we all care about it, though. <laughs> it sounds like, like we do. You know, it's a conservation. <laughs> it's amazing. I guess right. back to this question, Heather, now that you've had some time to think about it, what Olympic sport? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got to be dance. It's got to be. 
All right, you're, you're going to win that medal. I mean, hey, if you can teach dance, you can, you know, you can, <laughs> you can <laughs> win that medal. All right, here. Um, what would be your first question after waking up from being cryogenically frozen for 100 years? <sighs> oh, oh, that's really interesting. Um, oh. Is that a thing that happened to Walt Disney? He froze himself. Yeah, all the tons <laughs> of random people. Um, like I don't know, what's that guy? Uh, a bunch of the really rich Silicon Valley people want to be cryogenically frozen too. I don't know if I would want to. I don't think I would want to do that. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a cost to living forever, right? I mean, talk everlasting. Like it's almost a curse. But some people, yeah. no, they don't want to give up. That's what the, the Egyptian kings and pharaohs wanted. Mm-hmm. And they, they really do. Their culture lives on. If I was, yeah, frozen, if I was to be frozen, I'd at least want to do a cool pose. As I'm getting- <laughs> it's such a weird concept. I don't think I'd like that. I think I'm quite happy to have my time and then then go. You know, especially if like my family and friends weren't doing it as well. Like, yeah, might not be able to be with them. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Okay, so Heather, if you were a dictator of a small island nation, what crazy dictator stuff would you do? <laughs> so really random questions now. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a lot of crazy random podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have dance parties at least once a week. Oh, can I come? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. <laughs> it's like five o'clock on friday everyone just starts dancing (laughs) what type of dance what type of music are you gonna play there oh everything everything there was something different every week (laughs) it's like a edm remix of the national anthem exactly (laughs) (laughs) weird what about you jay if you was a dictator what'd you do well, I mean, now that we're talking about it, the first thing I would do is I'd, bl- I'd ban plastic straws. <laughs> ban them completely. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I know we just talked about this, but it sounds like a good idea. How about you, Connor? Make it. Um, switch horses for ostriches. <laughs> so, like, you'd, have put, you'd have to put saddles on ostriches and ride them around. And also ban-, ban cars unless you own a Tesla. Oh my god, yes. We do all, right? Plan. Do it. Also, I, wanna, I would want to become best friends with Elon Musk. Totally have Elon Musk on this podcast. That Elon would be Musk. so cool. Especially what he's done recently because he's the new, he's basically the official Tony Stark of the real world. Mm-hmm. And he built, he built a machine to save the people who were trapped inside the cave wow i didn't even hear about that which is incredible i only i only found out through his twitter page and what he's done is he's built this giant like scuba diving machine type thing and he's left it in the country where the cave incident happened oh, wow. he's, he's left the machine there completely for free he's like he's basically promised to make some more and yeah he's basically tony stark he's iron man Wow. Rich billionaire, like, Incredible. But he's not evil. 
Luckily, he's not, not that we know of. Maybe he has an evil twin that we, you know. Ooh. Although his brother's pretty cool too. His, his brother is like making, uh, trying to grow plants indoors and solve our food crises. I've heard that his brother's not that well known, but I've I've heard that he's he, in in the U.S. especially he's massive for um better GMOs. I believe that GMO is genetically modified. Yeah, no, he's doing a lot of he's doing a lot in the food space, which is something I'm interested in. So it's pretty cool. It's crazy. Um, Elon Musk, man. he's from yeah. South Africa as well. So it's like he's a fellow Commonwealther. <laughs> <laughs> so <I guess> counts. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, America. You got Scotland, Commonwealth, UK, Australia, South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. US um, is the only one Britain couldn't take over. <laughs> hey, we had a revolution. Oh, let's not talk about that. I mean, you did <laughs> sing the Hamilton song in one uh, of the episodes. So good point. Yeah, but that's that a play I know, about the revolution. Terrible. That was the worst. <laughs> okay, it was pretty bad. Was I'm, pretty su- bad. I'm surprised the the writers of the play didn't. Enough. I'm surprised they didn't phone me up going, "Never sing that again." Never. Um, I'd be really proud if, if if they find our podcast. If um, Lin Manuel Miranda finds our podcast, that'd be pretty great. I'd be blessed if they phone me up. I never sing again. I'd be oh my god, thank you so much. Oh my god, oh my god, can I get your autograph? Um, this absolutely this. Um, Heather, here's another question for you. What website do you visit most often? Oh. <laughs> Can I be really boring and say Google? Like, uh, <laughs> but what are you googling about? What do you Google? Oh, everything. Like, like dance moves, song lyrics, like clothing sites. It's a hustle mess. Google how how to get a degree to become a dance teacher, but never teach. The <laughs> <laughs> Google search. Exactly. No, honestly, I feel like your Google's like search history probably tells you so much about a person. What's the weirdest thing you've ever Google searched? The weird, keep, keep, keep it clean because I don't want to censor anything. But what's the weirdest thing you've ever searched? That's clean and sensible. <laughs> Honestly, just random song lyrics is mainly what I think Google searched. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what are all the lyrics to all the songs in Hamilton? Oh, that's, do you want to test me? I can, I can do it. Like, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> okay, can you please? All right, yeah. See if you do a better job than Connor did. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about well, to get shown up. <laughs> and also, um, as of next week, my position as host is now open. If you would like to... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> Hamilton... <laughs> Yes. Just yeah, give us a couple bars. Like give us like two bars. <laughs> but wait, pick a song then. Pick a song. <laughs> oh, okay. Um well since you're from the UK, you gotta sing um one of Jonathan Groff's songs. Oh well, you'll be back. Yeah. Mine picks a hard one. Um <laughs> <laughs> Challenging. I'm really nervous now. Oh my god! <laughs> discomfort. Gosh, you, you knew something like this was gonna happen when you came on. <laughs> right. Okay. Pushing those limits. That's true. Seek discomfort. Oh, I can actually tell you a story about that. Um. Okay. You please. Um, please. Song do. first. Song first. Song no, first. I want to hear the story. I want to hear the story. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the story. 
<laughs> Do it at the same time. Tell the story while sitting down again. Did you sing the story? Yeah, Heather, sing the story. No. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> okay, whatever one first. Story first. I don't mind. Uh, okay. I'll do the story first, okay? Warm up to the song, you know, warm up the vocal cords and all that. Um, <laughs> uh, so the story is, um, I'm in, well, I was in my school choir and we were doing, um, we have a school concert at the end of every year. So this one was movies and musicals themed. So we were singing, um, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. I don't know if you know that. But, um, so there was a solo um, for offers, so everyone... All the talented, talented people in my school were singing. They all went up and did their bit. And I was going to do it. And then I freaked out because everyone else is really, really good. And I knew I wasn't. <laughs> so um, my teacher said, oh, go on, Heather, you know you want to. What have you got to lose? And I was just like, yeah, you're right. What have I got to lose? And so I went up and half sang, half laughed the whole time. Uh, <laughs> but I did it in the end. I, did it. I didn't get the solo. But I still did it. So. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, that's all that matters. You put your effort in. <laughs> it's very embarrassing, but I did it. Yeah, you put yourself out there. Good. It's what, it's what exactly. this whole thing is about. Yes, Fury is about putting yourself out there and changing from introvert to extrovert. And exactly. Well, I don't know if it's about changing yourself from introvert to extrovert because I, I think you can still seek discomfort as an introvert. Mm. True. Absolutely, but like, pin yourself out there. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely that, yeah, for sure. Uh, is it time for the song? It's time for the song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play the music because we'll get copyright striked, but it's going to be acapella. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <clears throat> you'll be back soon, you'll see. You'll remember you belong to me. You'll be back, time will tell. You'll remember that I served you well. Oceans rise, empires fall. We have seen each other through it all. And when push comes to shove, I will send the fully armed battalion to remind you of our love. Wait, Heather, you're actually really good. Awesome. Yeah, don't put yourself down. You're actually really talented. <laughs> round of applause if you're if you're listening on the train right now, if you're in your room. Round of applause for Heather. Thanks. I don't, I don't care where you are. <laughs> and also, like, if you're on a record label, like, hit her up. Listen, go on a train right now. Just I clap wish. <laughs> record label. No, I'm I'm not talking about record labels because I actually run my own small one for sound design. And it's getting it's heavy now. Um, recently, I got a big number on my Spotify, and I can't really handle it on my own. So I've had to bring in a team. <laughs> uh, What's the team have to do? Team basically does the job I don't want to do, and that's what admin. <laughs> and, yeah, the I, were, I listened to your Spotify. It was good. It was good. I, I'm one of those numbers. <laughs> He's one of them. One of the. I'm not going to say the number. I, I know the number you texted me, but you know, like I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say. That's crazy. So did you like build that yourself? Completely. Well, I've been wow. going for I've been going. Started piano nine years ago, 
And about four or five years ago, I launched my own, like I started releasing music for fun. Then it got noticed. Then it got bigger. Then it started getting a bit bigger. Then it went out of my hands. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty crazy. And then during that time, I went into the world of like radio and broadcasting. So, yay. That's amazing. Fun, fun career. Incredible career, but. It's, it's fun. I enjoy it. And I've done an AMA today on Instagram and some of the questions on it were hilarious. Some really good ones, but then just some of very ones I can't answer at all. So <laughs> it's fun. If you follow on Instagram, I, I sent the best one. Just saying. You we're going to have to ask you on air, um, just so you know, Heather, how do you pronounce orange? <laughs> orange. Orange, orange, orange. Orange. I don't think this is right. And I feel very self-conscious about that word. But Nobody oh. knows anymore. We've, yeah, uh, no, we've one knows. no one knows. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It feels like up. there's not a word anymore. <laughs> I know, but we got to ask everybody, you know? <laughs> everyone has to be asked. Yeah. I feel, so, I feel so sorry for anyone who's listening and they've gone into like a supermarket and they've bought an orange... And in their head, they're just, they've got our voices in their head going, orange, orange. <laughs> 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 just ruin their day. Oh, my God. Here's a question for you, Heather. Mm-hmm. As the only human left on Earth, what would you do? <laughs> I think, I think I would just, like, walk around naked, you know, just because I could. There's no, there'd be no one there to stop me. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> No one ever to judge me. I could just do it. <laughs> I, was like, I was expecting something so subtle and like, uh, like I don't know, that I wasn't expecting that answer. <laughs> <laughs> so me neither, actually. Me neither. I like it, though. Okay, here's another question. I had it. What book has impacted you the most? Oh, oh, gosh, so many. Um, some, well, I just finished reading The Hate You Give. Um, they're just turning that into a movie. Uh, so that was the last book I read. Um, it's about, it's like about racism, to be honest. Um, racism in America and about um, a girl who sees her friends get killed by a policeman. Um, but it's, yeah. it's, so that's like the plot, but like the underlying message is just about finding your voice and speaking up for yourself and standing up for what's right. Wow, that sounds like an important message. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, but yeah, the trailer for the movie is up. Um, if you want to look, it sounds incredible. Yeah, you've you been reading anything? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm reading right now. Call me by your name. Have you heard of that? Oh, I want never, to see it. Never heard of it. I've read it. I haven't. Um, yeah, it was uh, they, a movie came out at the end of last year and it was nominated for an Academy Award. It did not win, I think, but it was a really good movie. So it's based on the book and I'm reading it now. Oh, I, I am currently reading. I'm going to be odd, odd one out here because I don't really read fiction. Wait, honestly. no, Connor, I'm the same way. I like never read fiction. I'm reading fiction now. I like always read nonfiction. I'm reading now. Currently, I'm reading Gary Vaynerchuk's Crushing It. Which is it's basically a self-help book about running business and basically making it big in business, which I think I've done. I think I've done it successfully, so the book helps. That is <laughs> cool. Um, is this a good book? Do you recommend it's, 
it's incredible. Basically, it tells the stories of guys who've started from the bottom, started their own companies, and now they're millionaires. Uh, so, I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that. It's called Gary, it's by Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a big YouTuber. He runs about five, six companies in New York. Wow. Um, the book's called Crushing It. So it's pretty, pretty awesome. That's awesome. cool. It's not fiction. No, I, I mean, get honestly, into- like 90% of the books I read are nonfiction. <laughs> Same here. I want to get into fiction, but I just, I'd never find anything good. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Heather, what are some of the most significant numbers in your life? Numbers? Numbers, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, um, I don't know. I'm not, I don't really like maths, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a fan of numbers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, probably a number four because it's my birthday. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not a fan of maths. I don't really like numbers. I have this really like, weird thing where it's like, I don't really like time. <laughs> oh, really? Really, but um, I had this sort of revelation a couple of weeks ago and it was about like, my friend was saying that, you know, she wanted to, she was like, oh, by the time I'm 18, I need to have like kids to get. I need to have got my driver's license. I need to do this and this by the time I'm 18. And I'm like, do you really? 18 is just a number. It's, you know, it doesn't, if you haven't had all these experiences by a certain time, it doesn't make you less of a person. You know, it doesn't. That's a really good point. And people need to take that in mind. Like people have these lists and these numbers being like, I have to get this done. And almost the structure, you can only, you only want to have structure after a certain point. Yeah. Because then you're confined by it. Yeah. It's all these people that say like, oh, I, I have to do all this by the time I'm 30, otherwise I'm too old to do it. And I'm like, no, you're not. 30 is just a number. Stop being you know, constrained by it. I totally get that because I'm, I'm 23 now. I still don't drive. I still take a train. Hmm. <laughs> but I guess I'm in no driving is less common though in Europe than in America. Like in America, you can't really go without a car. But I think, is it different in Europe maybe? Uh, yeah, kind of. Europe, the public transport system's like really good, so there's like a lot less need for a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I feel like getting a car. Well, my time in my time in the UK, from what I've seen, getting a car is more of like a show off thing than it is actually getting to a point A to B. It's kind of like, oh, look at my car! I got the newest one. So people bragging about new car when you really don't need a car, and it's expensive anyway so that's also like yeah. bad for the world right too you know oh, it's yeah. CO2. <laughs> disgusting no <laughs> yeah um all right you say you say that in london i don't know if scotland's the same you get uh, these things called congestion zones and basically mm-hmm. if you drive through these zones you're required to pay a certain amount if you drive on those certain ro- uh, certain roads yeah um why not in edinburgh like They've introduced trams to cut down congestion and they've introduced like, you know, one-way parking and greenways, which are like bus-only lanes. And they've introduced all these measures to like cut down congestion and uh, pollution levels, which I think is really great because they're ridiculous. And they're just ridiculous. You know, they need to be cut down. Yeah, that's great. We should do that here. Seriously. 
Um, yeah, a lot of European cities have done that. Like Paris has been great. Uh, a couple summers ago, they implemented like these zones where you can't have cars older than a certain year, for example. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Right. I roll on the next question. All right. So, Heather, if your life had a mascot, what would the mascot be? Oh, that's a random question. <laughs> a mascot? What do you mean? Like so, you know how like a lot of sports teams animal? here. It's like, oh, I mean, it could be an animal, right? It could be, oh, it's the flamingos or the bears. I don't know, but it, you know. There are other mascots. My college mascot was the judges. What was that? Sorry? My college mascot, it was the judges. We were, yeah. (laughs) If Um, I was to have a mascot, it would be an elephant. Elephant's one of my favorite animals in the world. I've even got a tattoo on my my right arm of an elephant. (laughs) Really? Well. That would be my mascot. Elephants are pretty cool. I love them. An elephant never forgets, right? Never. Never. (laughs) I forget everything. (laughs) Hey, maybe you just got to embrace that a little bit. (laughs) One might in an elephant. Um, If my life had a mascot, it would be a butterfly. Oh, I like that. I like that. I don't have a reason. I just kind of like butterflies. <laughs> no, that's that's good enough. Honestly, why are there no sports teams that are the butterflies? That's, to- that's totally different as well. Like everyone has tigers and they have bears, not butterflies. Yeah, honestly. Butterflies are awesome. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. Heather, you're going to start a sports team. Maybe it's going to be a dance team, right? Because that's mm-hmm. good for the Olympics. And um, you're, the mascot has to be the butterfly. And you'll be the very first sports team in the whole world that has a butterfly mascot. Plan, plan. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a deal. <laughs> and then in the next five years, you're going to see every team with butterfly mascots. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's like some things like, for example, the flamingo. Flamingos are so cool, yet they're not mascots anywhere. Um, yeah. There's like one team that... Um, in the whole world, I think that has a mascot. But do you know that flamingos can drink boiling water? Really? They are badasses. Yeah, flamingos can drink boiling water. They can also um, they they live in really extreme conditions. Um, overnight, a lot of times they wade in these bodies of water that freeze, and their feet just freeze overnight, and they are totally okay with that. That's so strange. Who did they get out? (laughs) Because it melts in the morning. They live in places where it gets cold at night and it's warm in the day and freezes at night and they are so well adapted to that and then they can drink boiling water from geysers or uh, hot springs and things like that. Wow. That's that's so strange. I'm just, right now I'm imagining some like mum flamingo going, honey, you gotta go to work. He's like, no, my feet are still frozen. I can't move. <laughs> can't move. Let me out. Exactly. So, you know, some of these animals need to be mascots. Like, I'm sure you can think of just as many cool facts about butterflies. Mm-hmm. Well, my cool facts about flamingos is a group of flamingos is called a flamboyant. I love that. <laughs> flamboyant of flamingos. <laughs> I have no flamingo facts. Only jokes. 
<laughs> so, Connor, for next week, you need to think of a flamingo fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> Deal. I'll tell, it, I'll tell it at the start of, start of the show. Deal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Go on. Keep them rolling. Keep those questions going. Okay. Um, so, Heather, what's the most immature thing that you do? Oh, most immature thing. Um... Probably have like dance parties and sing Disney songs. <laughs> okay, I love Disney songs. Disney songs are amazing. You can never be too old for them. Who doesn't love Disney? Oh, um, my friend sent this to me the other day. They're making a live action um, version of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, so they've just announced the cast list. Um, so I think Gal Gadot is playing Esmeralda. Andy Serkis is playing Cosimozo. Chris Hemsworth is playing the hot guy lead, whose name I don't remember. Um, and Peter Capaldi is playing Count Prolo. Ah. It sounds <laughs> the best casting of anything ever. <laughs> oh my God. I, I've been loving all these live action Disney movies. I know they're just like, you know, repeating what they've already done, but they've been good, some of them. Some of them have been good. Incredible. I mean, I like the Beauty and the Beast one, but the Cinderella one is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, have courage and be kind. That's You can live by that, too. True. I watched The Jungle Book, like the remake of The Jungle Book the other day. Um, I have not seen that one yet. How is it? You don't need to see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the Tarzan remake as well. The live-action Tarzan that came out, oh, I think I it came out last year. I have not seen that one either. <laughs> That's a bit, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's all right. It's just not as good as the yeah. I mean, yeah, the 1999 one with the Phil Collins music, though, is great. You know, like, two worlds, one family. Yeah, it, it's great. Um, Best movie. Oh, it's great. It. Anything with the Phil Collins. Um <laughs> That'd be incredible. Mm. I, I want to get. I want to get more music onto films. Currently, I only do short films, and I've done. I think I've done two feature-length films. I want to get into Big Dog World. Yeah, just wait till you write the music for a Disney movie, Connor. Oh my god! Yeah. That's how you know you make it. Make that yeah. happen. Please help me out. Hashtag it. Spread it. Uh, spread it. Get me onto Disney films. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to compose for Toy Story Four. Or is it five? I've lost count. I, I've lost count too. I've seen three. Is it, I heard there's gonna be a four. I think maybe. Yeah. Hire me. <laughs> Evan, I'm good. Um, okay, so Heather, what's something horrible that everyone should try at least once? Ooh. I'm gonna answer this question as well. I've got it right as soon as you said it. I've got it in mind. Okay, you go. You go. I'll think. Vegemite. What? What's that? Vegemite. <laughs> oh, do you know what it is? Oh. It's all the I don't know what that is. All the Australian fans listening, they're, in, they're absolutely in hysterics now. They're all laughing. <laughs> I know it. What is Vegemite. it? I've never heard of that. Hey, what if I said, what if I said marmalade? I don't know any of this. <laughs> what if I said, what if I said marmite? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Right, so basically, Vegemite is like it's it's a spread. 
and it's it's got a very zesty, tangy taste, and it can be strong. And you you either hate it or you love it. What's it made out of? What's it made out of? What's it made out of? I don't have a clue. All I know is it's pretty good. I'm gonna Google Google search. (laughs) I actually don't know what it's made out of. I'm Google searching right now. So. I am too. Honestly, does that say something <laughs> about you though? Like trying something, you just don't know what it is. Yeah. It's All right. Fun. Here it says according to Google, it's a thick black Australian food spread made out of leftover brewer's yeast extract with various vegetable and spice additives. <laughs> Interesting. You know what? I'll try it. Okay, I'll it's, try it. It's good. If you try it, though, because there's a lot of people who try it, and they just scoop it out of the tub and take it on its own. It's, yeah. a, it's a spread. You need it with bread or something. So it, it's, the best way to eat it is with toast. If you, if you make toast and then spread it, Vegemite on it, then you could. And they only sell in Australia, right? No, they sell, I found it in London. I found it. I've, it's I've in Scotland. Really? I've never seen this before. <laughs> it's just it, around places, it's got a different name. Oh, okay, because according to Wikipedia, it's very Australian. <laughs> well, Vegemite is, but Marmite isn't. Marmite's a British thing. If you want Vegemite in Britain, buy Marmite. I don't know what the American, American equivalent is. Well, I don't know. I guess I, I'll have to find out. Um, Heather, what technology from science fiction do you wish existed? Oh, time travel. 100% time travel. What would you do with time travel? I would go and meet, like, Abraham Lincoln or somebody. I would just go and meet all the, like, famous people. I would just just have a sit down and see what they were really like. Like, I want to study history. I I love anthropology, so I love people. (laughs) So that's what I would do. I would just go and interview people and meet people from yeah, from history. Honestly, that's awesome. Um, I'm curious though, Abraham Lincoln, because you're not American. Yeah, well, um, we did, so for advanced higher history, um, which is what I did in, well, it was one of my subjects from the last year of school. Um, the course was the American Civil War. So... Obviously, we learned a lot about Lincoln and uh, Robert E. Lee. And, uh, so it's like I know quite a lot about it. So I would love to go and just see what Lincoln was really like. <laughs> oh, what? Is he your favourite person from history? Or you got someone else? Um, no, he's probably one of my favourite characters. Um, yeah. That's awesome. You gotta go to DC and see uh, the giant statue of him. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah, I have. I've been to DC a lot of times. Yes. Wow. That's cool. Keep the questions rolling. Keep going. All right, sure, sure. Um, What would your perfect Saturday look like? Okay, I would. Perfect Saturday. I would not be working. Um, <laughs> I would go and meet my friends. I would meet my ballet friends. And we would go to the dance studio and dance for a while. And then I would come home, have a barbecue, 
and have just spend time with my friends and family. Honestly, that, that sounds really nice. Um, all right, here's another question for you. Start, before you go on to that, I'm starting to think Heather's not actually Scottish. I think she's Australian. She knows what Vegemite is, and she wants barbecue. I'm, I'm starting. Uh, yes. I'm pretty <laughs> Two of the best things. I mean, maybe there's more alike than you realize. Oh, maybe. Maybe Scottish I mean, are Australians, and people are true that Australians aren't real, and we're all actors. Maybe. maybe that could be Scottish. it. No, but honestly, like when I like, <laughs> learn about other cultures and stuff, some people are always drawn to, wow, this culture is so different from my culture. But when I talk to people and learn about other cultures, I just learn about how similar uh, mm-hmm. different cultures are and how, you know, from the outside, it looks like there are the, all these differences, but we have more in common than we realize. It's true. Get those questions rolling. Yeah. Okay, so Heather, what do you strongly suspect but have no proof of? Oh, just anything. Oh, um, <laughs> this is very vague. I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything like any conspiracy theory that you just have a hint of belief in? Okay, the um, Donald Trump's hair isn't real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. No. I mean, I think you're right, to be honest. Is that even a a conspiracy? Hey, I guess it is now. Oh. It's on air. If I had one, it'd be aliens. For, For sure, it'd be aliens. I mean, I do think there is life on another planet. There has to be. Okay, when, when for, uh, this is a fact that I want to reach out. This is a, quite a good platform because every time I mention this, I feel like people in their heads, they have a picture of like a little green man with hands mm-hmm. running around. But my version of an alien is like a tiny little microscopic, like a kind of like a germ. Yeah. That's what I think. Of. That's what yeah. aliens probably are. They're yeah. probably like a foreign version of bacteria. Yeah, but because of films and that, people think they're big-headed, grey or green guys with hands. <laughs> I wonder, like, who invented the first alien like that? Was it, like, War of the Worlds? Uh, who designed it? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, someone must have, like, been the first person to draw that picture that we all think of. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's something to... I'm not Google searching it. It's effort. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, what about you? You got any? I feel like you've got a good one because after like every episode, we've talked about political things and pretty deep stuff. So I feel like you've got one, Jay. Uh, I feel like you got one in the back of your mind. I mean, okay, so there are a lot of things that I believe, but I guess I don't believe in a lot of things that don't have proof. I guess like mm-hmm. I'm the type of person I want to back something up. I am the person who will not just read one article on a subject. I'll read like three different articles and three different sources because I want to try to eliminate bias, even though of course bias exists and everything. So it might be hard for me to find something I believe without proof. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, (laughs) <laughs> I've got I've got a mate who's um he's super into um like like ghost conspiracies spirit conspiracies and to the point where he actually goes to like these abandoned buildings and goes ghost hunting 
and he eats really <laughs> loves it. Have you ever gone with him? No. Why? Honestly, if I knew him, I would go. I think that sounds fun. But it sounds amazing. It's just time. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather be composing music. Hey, but if he makes a documentary on looking for the next ghost, you can make the scary, spooky music. I just, Ooh, got, yeah. the most, I just got the most amazing idea. What if I produce the track, a piece of music, whilst ghost hunting? Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it, Connor. That'd be incredible. And then I might get lucky and there might be spooky sounds and they, and then I, I don't hear them, but then when I listen back to the recording, you hear the spooky sounds. And <laughs> oh, that's scary. I got chills now. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe I, should, I might message him and be like, yo, let's do something tonight. Let's go go something. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Coming soon, ghost hunting on the discomfort button. No, I'm kidding. All right, Heather. Um, what is something you'd like to be famous for, or would you like to be famous? I think I would. I think it should be fun. Um, <laughs> um, if I could be famous for anything, it'd probably be like acting. Um, oh. Yeah, quite like or or something to films like. What do you want to star in this uh, ghost hunting movie that Connor's making now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you be? Would you be the ghost hunter or would you be the ghost? Oh, Ooh, I'd be the ghost. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> give us your best ghost voice. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't believe in ghosts, honestly. Oh, same. I don't believe in ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts, Connie? I don't know. I, I think I'm going to be the odd one out here and say that there's a possibility. But I don't know. I'm not too sure. Okay. Um, would you rather live without the internet or live without AC and heating? Um... Without AC and heating, <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can make a fire or like wear some jumpers, you know, like <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> it's so funny because like the internet's the newer of those inventions, right? It's the internet's only been around for so many years and AC and heating's, you know. <laughs> I would do the same thing though. I, I wouldn't want to live without the internet. I mean, you could Google like ways to, you know, make your own heating or like <laughs> you know i feel like the internet could help you find a solution to that uh, that's true that's, that's true um finding, having, finding a loophole there <laughs> well having like ac like aircon and heating is just like a comfort thing whereas internet is like so vital you know some people actually do have to live with that internet though like if you've been convicted of a crime that uses computers like Hacking, for example, a lot of people who are convicted of hacking, they are legally not allowed to use the internet. Really? Yeah, and interestingly, a lot of those people who are convicted of hacking, their jobs have to do with the internet. They are professional programmers, for example, is something really common. And they have to write them out by hand or something. Like, they have to do these crazy things to go around their 
restrictions. And this is, this is a real issue if you look it up. Sweet. Yeah, because I mean, you know, if you have a fear of probation, if you have a crime, they don't want you to commit it again. Oh. No, fair enough. <laughs> Understandable. That's weird. I know there's a place in the US um, where there's a big telescope, and the people who live around there, um, they're not allowed to interfere with the electrowaves. So they're not allowed things like the internet. They're not allowed Wi-Fi. They're not allowed certain electronics like microwaves. I'm guessing you follow the same YouTube channel that I follow. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I saw it, the video is very recent where I learned this. Yeah, do you, is it half as interesting. Um, yep, Wendover Productions. Yeah, I love yep. him. <laughs> I'm like literally like I'm like wait, Connor, you definitely follow the same YouTube channel as I do. <laughs> definitely, such a recent video. That's yeah. How no, it's really interesting. It's really cool. Um, I actually didn't watch that one yet because he's done another one on that same subject. I'm like, is this a repeat video? Um, <laughs> oh, righto. Mm-hmm. How, how did you get to know Yes Fury? What was the very first video you? watch um i discovered them when they did the snapchat discover bit um, and they had one of their videos on snapchat so that was like oh is this quite a while back yeah was maybe a year fan. yeah um yeah <laughs> that was like, yeah <laughs> but um i watched that and then i like immediately went to youtube and like watched most of the videos that they had up and then subscribed like the day after <laughs> <laughs> I just love the whole ethos and seeking discomfort. I, just, I think it's such a great thing and it needs to happen more often. Absolutely. Such a powerful message, really. Such a really? powerful message. And like, as, as I've said many times, this podcast wouldn't exist unless that concept existed. So. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Well, I've met, I've met so many new friends through the YesFam group, which is great. And I've like, reconnected with old ones. Um, that's amazing just, I've not heard that yet I've not heard people reconnecting with old friends through the YesFam chat yeah well um, there's a girl I met at a drama course maybe two years ago I think three two or three years ago and it was it was really nice and she lives sort of like in a way um, and we became good friends and then because we just didn't keep in touch just fell out of contact and then we um we were in added into the same yes fam snapchat group oh. and she's snapchat me like heather it's me and i'm like oh, it's you <laughs> so really, we got to reconnect which is amazing i love that that's such a great story, that's a good story. <laughs> Damn. yeah honestly like you know, they're building a whole community here and it's like yeah not just like, new people reconnecting with old people too because you know we create so many connections in our life and it's so easy to lose touch yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, and we're just so happy to have gotten to speak to you as well. Like, yeah, you had such great responses. You were a great guest. Thank you. I'm like, this is really great opportunity, and I'm glad I got to speak to you guys. No worries. So, that is all we've got time for this week. Next week, it's going to be a very special show where we're changing the concept of bringing in a guest. And it's me and Jay. We're going to be answering your questions. It's going to be an A and A. So ask anything. Keep it simple. Keep it clean. You know the deal. So pretty much, look out for the post on the SFM chat. Ask anything you want. If you have a dying question to ask since episode one, because we're about five weeks in now, I believe, Jay, aren't we? 
Yeah, yeah we, we, we've been time. we've been pretty good. We've been pretty consistent with that. It's been crazy. So yeah, any questions you have, and we're going to be answering. They could be silly questions. Keep them clean if they're silly, of course. But yeah, should be a good episode. So we will see you next week, same time as always. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Heather, again. Thank you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hear this. The Discomfort Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Discomfort Podcast. Be sure to come back next week for more exclusives and be sure to sign up to the Yes Fan Facebook page. Hear this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Seek discomfort.